Hey everyone, Amanda here, and this is Planned, Prepped, and Productive, the podcast where I'm sharing all of my tips and tricks for putting real food on the table regularly in a way that's totally doable for real people like you. Today's topic is quick, fun, and lighthearted, and will hopefully get you into the holiday spirit. We're talking Christmas morning breakfast. I don't know about you, but I always want to put together a really fun and festive and fancy Christmas morning breakfast for my kids and family to enjoy after we open all of our presents. I say that, but who really wants to be spending their Christmas morning cooking? Not this mama. So I want to have a fancy Christmas breakfast, but I don't want to make a fancy Christmas breakfast. If I had a dollar for the number of times I've said something like that, I would be so rich. Anyway, I want to give you a simple but elegant Christmas morning menu that you can put together not just the day before, because I don't want to cook Christmas Eve either, but a few weeks in advance and freeze and enjoy with just a few simple prep steps on Christmas Day. So you can download all of the recipes that I'll be talking about in the episode today by visiting the show notes at callmebetty.com and just go ahead and search Christmas Morning Brunch to find them. So a complete breakfast or brunch to me includes something savory, something sweet, something that grows in the ground, and a drink. I tend to follow a formula similar to this for just about any party that I'm planning a menu for. Though a dinner party, I would likely include a few more elements. Since we're trying to not prep on Christmas Day, we'll also need recipes that can keep for a while in the freezer, reheat well, or are shelf-stable to meet the requirements for the menu that we're making today. And because it's Christmas, we of course want to stick to seasonal items that will help us feel the Christmas spirit. So I'll go ahead and share the four items that I included in my Christmas morning brunch. And as I said, you can grab those recipes in the show notes. So, so the main dish or our something savory is going to be a quiche. I'm going to go ahead and define quiche for any of you who haven't had it because I don't think I experienced quiche until I was like a junior in college. So... Side note, if any of you are wondering, I literally subsisted on chicken nuggets and fries until my 18th birthday. Let this little fact bring you hope because people can change. (laughs) So even if you're not feeling particularly culinarily gifted, you can totally get there if I did. Side note, again, I still love chicken nuggets and fries. Anyway, back to quiche. A quiche is basically a fancy egg casserole custard dish that is baked in a pie crust. There are lots of different variations, but it definitely feels a little bit indulgent and gourmet to me, especially with that flaky pie crust. Um, And anytime I make it, it really makes for the perfect holiday meal. Quiche is also a great item to make ahead and freeze. It freezes really well and it will taste just as good baked out of the freezer as it does on the day that you make it. Another reason that I think it's an especially good meal for a Christmas brunch is because you can utilize your Thanksgiving prep for Christmas and it's too late for that this year, but something to keep in mind. Anyway, you can do this a couple of different ways. So the first thing you can do is at Thanksgiving, this is what I have done this year, is make a couple of extra pie crusts and freeze them. You're already gonna be making them anyway, so this is the perfect time. If you have the space in your freezer, I like to roll the pie crusts all the way out, put them in the pie tin, trim and flute them, Then flash freeze it to preserve your beautiful decorating. And after it's frozen, go ahead and pull it out and wrap it up well with several layers of saran wrap. Maybe finish it off with some tinfoil so that it's airtight. And then just throw it back in the freezer. You can absolutely freeze the pie dough without rolling it out, but I don't really like fiddling with thawing it out. So I find that rolling it out before freezing it to be the most efficient way to do it. 
after you've frozen your pie crust, you need to make the quiche. So a week or to a few days before Christmas, whenever you have time, you can go ahead and make the filling. You want to pull out your pie crust, blind bake it, and then bake your filling in it. And then you can freeze the whole quiche again until you're ready to use it. You could also mix up the ingredients for the custard on Christmas Eve. I know I said no cooking on Christmas Eve, but it is super quick. And just go ahead and pour it into the crust after you blind bake and bake it all Christmas morning. If you want to be really, really efficient, you could absolutely bake the entire quiche while you're making your Thanksgiving Day pies, wrap it up and freeze it until Christmas. It should stay tasty frozen for about two months, but I don't really want to add any extra stress to my Thanksgiving which is why I just make extra crust since I'm already making them anyway, but I don't want to throw that whole extra filling in at that time. If you have frozen your entire quiche, I find that the best way to heat it up is to remove it from the freezer the day before and let it thaw in the refrigerator so that when you cook it, it heats more evenly. You might also want to cover the sides of the crust with tin foil so that it doesn't get too brown and toasty when it's reheated. For my quiche recipe at Christmas time, I usually go for a seasonal cranberry and sausage quiche with maybe some kale or chard mixed in for some nice color and sage for fall flavor. I like that sweet savory thing and the cranberries are an unexpected holiday twist. All right, moving on to our something sweet. To me, nothing says Christmas morning like sweet rolls. I'm actually not sure why because I don't think I ever had sweet rolls on Christmas until I started making them myself, but... They just seem so quintessentially Christmas, right? So to freeze your sweet rolls so that you don't have to cook Christmas morning, we're going to use a little technique that I use all of the time with meal prep called par baking. So par baking means exactly what it sounds like, partially baking. And it's a wonderful way to preserve baked goods so that they taste fresh from the oven instead of fresh from the freezer. So you can totally freeze your baked goods completely finished. But if you want to serve them hot, they can get dry or chewy if they've been baked all the way through once and then baked again so that you can eat them warm. So par baking allows you to get the best of both worlds because instead of just reheating from the freezer, you're actually finishing baking them from the freezer. You can use this method with any sweet roll recipe that you have. You'll simply make the recipe as directed, but instead of baking for the entire time directed, only bake for about half the time. The goal is to kind of set them on the outside so that they stay tall and fluffy and don't deflate, but you don't want them to get overly browned so that when you put them back in the oven, they can finish the browning process. As for the recipe that I choose for this holiday brunch, I go for orange rolls. Orange is another winter seasonal fruit, which I love for a Christmas breakfast, and orange pairs really well with cranberries, so I like that it kind of ties into our quiche recipe as well. On another note, if you're using a dairy-free glaze, that should freeze well too, but just be sure to freeze it separately so that you can finish cooking the rolls before adding your glaze. You can also mix the glaze up super quick on Christmas Eve and keep it in the refrigerator until the next day. Moving on to something that grows in the ground. As a dietitian, I always have to add a fruit or vegetable to every party that I'm having just to keep things balanced. So even though I'm indulging, I want to have a little something healthy in the mix. Fruits and vegetables are the perfect way to do that. Fresh fruits and vegetables are obviously a little bit harder to meal prep because they spoil quickly and can't be frozen. But I do have a few tricks up my sleeve to getting those fruits and vegetables in a way that you can prep in advance. So for this menu, I like to add... So with this menu, I'm going to introduce a citrus fruit salad for that healthy component with pomegranate and grapefruit. 
I like that the pomegranate and grapefruit will be a little bit tart to counteract the sweetness of the sweet rolls. Normally I would use fresh grapefruit, but since we're meal prepping here and they wouldn't last long enough in the fridge, not to mention that peeling and segmenting grapefruit is not my favorite, um, I suggest using jarred grapefruit and jarred mandarin oranges. If, if it's available, I'll try to get them packed in juice with no added sugar so that I can go ahead and sweeten them to my liking. But if they do have sugar, that's okay. You just will want to decrease whatever sugar you're adding to the salad. For the pomegranate, I would likely just buy the seeds already out of the peel so that I can quickly throw it in. And then I would stir in some chopped mint and a little bit of honey and call it good. You can make this whole salad that you can make this whole salad the day before if you want to, or just mix it up quick in the morning since there's little more to this recipe than just opening jars. The last thing in the menu that I want to talk about is drinks. We're not alcohol drinkers in our family, but I do love a good mocktail. So for this Christmas brunch, I like to go for a non-alcoholic cranberry mimosa. The ingredients for this are so simple, just cranberry juice, orange juice, and sparkling white grape juice. And you could always opt for a more authentic mimosa, of course, by swapping out the juice for sparkling white wine. You can dump all of these ingredients into a water pitcher while the kids finish opening their presents and it will be ready to go. You can also go the fancier route and fill up glasses and garnish with some frozen cranberries and a couple leaves of fresh mint if you're feeling really fancy. I hope this post has gotten you into the holiday spirit and sparked some ideas for how you can prepare a really special holiday meal for your family without running around on Christmas Day like a crazy person trying to get everything done. I'd love to know if you're using any of these ideas or if you have any tips of your own for minimizing holiday stress in the kitchen or otherwise. Thanks so much for listening, friends. It really means so much that you allow me into your very busy lives for a few minutes a week. And for that, I am so grateful this holiday season. Next week, we're talking about how to plan a meal prep party which would be a great way to get some of your day-to-day cooking out of the way early so you can do what you want to with the rest of your holidays. Anyone else baking all the Christmas cookies? Until next time, happy holidays and happy holiday cooking and planning.